we're going to continue, as I said, um, some more insights on prayer. And we're going to be looking at just one verse, uh, Luke uh, chapter 20, verse 47. After I did a lot of research and study on prayer and began to put together a notebook on prayer, now that's not available, it's 670 pages, it's kind of overwhelming, it's probably too much, but we begin to have prayer retreats in the north woods of Michigan. A very beautiful place, you know, where we were taught on the second story, you look out and you can see this lake and the pine trees and no cars, I mean just absolutely beautiful. And it's a wonderful place for prayer retreat because the men could go into the woods by themselves and you know, not be heard uh, except by God. And really getting off by themselves and for many of them they had never done anything like this before. But one of the things that uh, I was putting together this whole week-long day of prayer now we didn't we only uh, we went from 8 in the morning until lunchtime and then the afternoon the men went out and and prayed and they had a, a learned a lot of things how to pray an hour uh, you know just so much about prayer that they had plenty plenty of material uh, to look at to read through, to pray, to, uh, it was really good. And it was a wonderful week. But we didn't allow them to pray together as a group in, in the big auditorium that we were in with these men uh, until about Thursday. And you say, why, uh, why didn't you have corporate prayers? Well, one of the, things that ba I based that on was Luke 20:47 because many of these men came many men came because they knew that prayer was one of the weakest things in their walk with God and they really wanted to be encouraged and strengthened in prayer some were prayer was really a new thing for them others were well-seasoned men and I know that some men are very good with words and they would want to pray first out loud and it would be so discouraging to those that were just trying to get a handle on prayer. So we didn't allow that to happen. And there's a verse about them um, that... In fact, it's mentioned in, in, uh, in uh, Matthew and Luke especially. Uh, it says that some of these men, for a pretense, make long prayers. And he said they'll, they will receive a greater condemnation because of their insincere prayer. Now, what's an insincere prayer? And that is to be heard by people, to impress people with a false spirituality. 
And again, I've been in prayer meetings and so on where I was grieved at the the way that some of those that were there, the way that they prayed, they had a special voice they used and, and um, really sounded spiritual and all that. And I'm not against a man being spiritual, uh, but I don't think he needs to display his spirituality through his prayer life out loud in front of others and they're impressed. So I would rather hear a guy stumble through his prayers with a heart of sincerity than somebody who is vocally eloquent. So when you pray, and especially when you pray publicly, are you trying to impress those that are there with your ability to pray? Or are you remembering who you're talking to? Years ago, when I was vice president of a huge mission, uh, one of the responsibilities I had that was tacked on is that we would have a day of world prayer. Now, the, the mission was working all over the world in every state, United States, and every province of Canada. And we would have this day set aside for all the employees. We had 130-some employees at the home office. It was a large mission. Uh, to be challenged um, and strengthened and encouraged in their prayers and praying. One of the speakers that I brought in uh, was a man I'd never heard him personally, but I had re uh, read some of the wonderful books he had written. Dick Eastman. I'm not sure he's still alive today, but I'll tell you that this man, this godly man, when he taught us on prayer, it it literally revolutionized our office and revolutionized the people. It was so wonderful, so God-centered, so beautiful. And when he prayed, I was so amazed that this great man of prayer, probably one of the great men of the century in prayer and the wonderful books he's written, um, was so simple before the Lord. You were not impressed by the way he prayed. You were not impressed by the volume he used when he prayed or emphasized certain words and so on. But this man prayed from his heart and it flowed out to God. And it was an, just an awesome experience sitting in his presence and it's experiencing a man who had a deep, intimate relationship with God and talking to Him. When I talk to God, it should be as I'm talking to anyone else. There's no special voice, uh, wording, or whatever. We've talked about we need to include high praises in our prayers and so on. Um, 
But the purpose of my praying, first of all, is to glorify God. And the second is to share the burdens of my heart with him and be able to let go of those and give them to him because he's a God that answers prayer. But the scripture does not put any positive statements about a man or a woman who prays in such a way that you know they're trying to impress the people. God is not impressed with us as humans. And we need to humbly be, go before him and our public praying should be in humility and what an honor and what a privilege we have, whether we're alone or with God. And I prefer to pray alone. I'm not eloquent, it used to bother me. I wasn't eloquent in prayer and I try to write down things to say when I got before a congregation or for a conference and had to pray. Um, you know, when I pray for food, it's pretty simple. Uh, and I'd hear all these other people that I admired and uh, was impressed uh, by their language and the beauty and all of that. But God knows who you are. If you're a, a plain, simple guy like I am, then God wants heart in the prayer. See, a prayer without heart is only a prayer of words. And God remembers, looks on the heart of man and not his words when he's praying. We will give an account to God for all the words we say. So that's very important to remember. But when we talk to God, we just need to be ourselves and sincere and open not worrying about our sentence structure, not worrying about do we have enough flowery words. I'm not flowery, and I'm just plain. And you're probably plain too. I think the majority of people that we talk to are people that are just plain people, and uh, their words are plain, but the sincerity of their prayers, God is so pleased. So may God be pleased with your, your prayers and always remember who you're talking to. I'll say that again. When you're in a prayer meeting, always remember who you're talking to. The God who is sovereignly ruling in the heavens and on the earth. That is a very awesome experience. I trust you will experience that. Bless you. As we continue on in the next one, Another little aspect of prayer, and I hope this is helping you to strengthen your prayer life. Bless you.